Hey bitches, welcome back to the Bitches Brew Podcast. I'm Sol. And I'm Stephanie. And today's episode is very lighthearted for the most part, especially in comparison to last week's episode. Yes, um, we're still going to be sharing some stories with you, but hopefully these will make you laugh more than the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Because mortician stories were very sad, although very interesting, if you found it interesting. It is a very harsh and intense topic. It's very morbid, and it's a lot about death, which I know a lot of people are not comfortable with. Completely understand, can't relate, but (laughs) this is why we're doing this episode for you. Yeah, so today's episode... I am very much looking forward to because it's all about the hookup culture and horror hookup stories that people share on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, basically anywhere and everywhere. And although Steph and I don't participate in hookup culture, (laughs) (laughs) um, that doesn't mean we don't love hearing about all the crazy nonsense that happens. Oh, for sure. I love all of these, like, stories. I love all the details. Tell me about, like, your horrible dating stories. I'm here for it. Yes. We want to dive into some horror hookup stories that we have come across on different articles online. Maybe you relate. Maybe you don't. So we're going to start off with an article posted on theodysseyonline.com. Under the headline, 10 Dating and Hookup Horror Stories That Will Make You Want to Give Up Dating Forever. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) That just seems super interesting. I want to know how intense these are. Oh, we're going to find out for sure. (laughs) We're going to start off with the story called The Love Affair. So the story goes... I went on this date with a guy in his 40s. He was awesome. He took me to one of my favorite restaurants, and we had a romantic date. Everything seemed good. Until we got to his place. Naturally, we started getting into it. All was fun and games until his security system alerted him that the front door opened. His wife walked in and saw the security footage of us. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Does this guy have a camera in his room? No, it's the front door. So I'm sure it's like, you know, like those ring doorbells where like if someone enters, it like notifies you and it starts recording. Yeah. I think it was like one of those. But it says that his wife saw the security footage of them. Yeah, because you can do it on... Like your phone. Oh, okay. Like it's I'm a connected dumb bitch. To, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. <laughs> so she says, I had no idea he was married, so he told me to go into the next room. I slid into the hall closet, horrified, because the last thing I wanted to do was break up a marriage. I stayed in that closet for about an hour. <gasps> a whole hour? An hour. <laughs> While this married couple argued. That is so fucking awkward. 
I finally made my break while they were in the other room and thankfully I had a friend that ended up picking me up. Never heard from him again. Yeah, no, don't be messing around with married guys because they're (laughs) assholes, obviously. But can you imagine? Yeah. Just like sitting in that closet. While they're arguing about you? How fucking awkward. Dude, I would have just died. So, continuing with this whole cheating guys themed. Fun. This one is called Girls Who Stick Together. (laughs) So, I met this guy online and we had talked for a while and had plans to meet up. We ended up meeting on the 4th of July and he pulled up to my house in his Honda hatchback with some friends. Then the usual, we drove to his house, watched some scary movies, cuddled on the couch, and made out casually for a bit. I thought, this is a pretty great date. Wrong. After he drove me home later that night, I tried to make a post on Facebook about how amazing my date was. And as I tried to tag him in it, it wouldn't let me. He previously said that he had kept his profile private, so I didn't think much of it at first. However, curiosity succumbed to me, so I looked on his profile, and the dirty bastard had a girlfriend. I felt awful, and of course, I messaged his girlfriend and told her everything that had happened. Surprisingly, she actually ended up dumping him. Let's just say I was a lot more careful who I became interested in after that. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, if you weren't snooping, you wouldn't have thought, like, much of it. Because a lot of people keep their shit on private. Yeah. And, like, their Instagram is on private. And, like, you wouldn't know unless you, like, dug in deeper. I also feel like people who have their stuff on private are very different than those who have it on public. Because, like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking, but, like, people who have, like, public profiles are often, like, younger. hmm And then people who have, like, private profiles are often, like, older people or, like, professional people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why it's private. I mean, kudos to her snooping skills. Right? Also, I'm proud that, like, the girlfriend was understanding. I wasn't like, oh, you're just a, like, cheating fucking whore. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And got angry at her. It shows her maturity for the situation. Yeah. Also, that's just basic girl code. Oh, for sure. You know, like, don't be out here getting mad at the side chick because, like, your boyfriend's a dick who can't keep it in his pants. Yeah. But also don't be that bitch that actively goes for, like, the guy who is in a relationship. Yeah. Because that's, like, a whole other fetish, too. Yeah. James Childs, man. (laughs) Okay, so the next one is called The Jailbird. Ooh. So the story goes, One time I met this guy on Meet Me, and we decided to meet up and go to the bar together. As we got settled, my date saw someone he went to jail with. (gasps) In parentheses, she says, I didn't even know he went to jail. Bitch. (laughs) And the guy literally told him, oh my gosh, I can't believe you stabbed your brother with scissors. Not even a fucking knife, scissors. 
that's a whole added layer of, like, violence. Yeah. Oh. His friend was trying to warn me about this creep. That was my cue to go flirt with another guy. And he ended up leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to stick with someone after that. But Jailbirds is a documentary on Netflix or a docu-series on Netflix that I highly recommend. And, like, those girls are ride or die. Oh, for sure. For the guy. <laughs> they talk through fucking toilets. It's so innovative and creative, but so fucking ridiculous. And gross. Oh, yeah. But highly recommend. Yes. Please watch Jailbirds. Also, one of the girls on Jailbirds was recognized, and that's how she ended up back in jail. Because <laughs> <laughs> she got the cops called on her. <laughs> that poor lady. Fame, man, fame. Okay, so this one is called The Girl Next Door. I grew up with this girl in my neighborhood who always sort of had a crush on me. I never thought anything of it until one summer when I was 19. You know, guys, at 19, walking erections. <laughs> oh. Lovely image. Um, so she came over and hung out with me. We talked about sex in the days leading up to this, and she admitted she was allergic to latex. After we made out a little, I brought her in my room. She reminded me she was allergic to latex. I asked if she was on birth control, and she said she was, so I came inside of her. I should have pulled out, but I was a horny 19-year-old, so what did you expect? A couple days later, she messaged me and told me she lied that she was on birth control. (gasps) Bitch. Yeah. We discussed options, but she didn't end up getting pregnant, which was good. (laughs) Moral of the story, if she claims she's allergic to latex, just settle for a blowjob. You know what? I don't have sympathy for any of these people. Yeah. I mean, that was your fault. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, like, really against that, like, whole mentality of, like, oh, if I have a baby or get knocked up, I'm going to trap this dude. Like, Right? Like, I understand you had a crush on him. You wanted some sort of relationship with this guy. But this is not how you're going to get it. And it's just going to end badly. And then you're going to have a fucking kid. Yeah. Just, nah, not worth it. Also, no guy is worth having a baby for. Oh, no, I worded that weird. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, why, like, get yourself actively pregnant just to, like, get a guy? Yeah. Moral of the story buy condoms that don't have latex because those are a thing Mm-hmm. pull out at the very least just don't come inside her yeah. you should have taken your own advice and gotten a blowjob <laughs> 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 I ain't got no sympathy you got yourself into that situation <laughs> okay so the next one is called Krispy Kreme Bandit basically I met this guy on Tinder and invited him over to my house to watch some movies. Everything was going good and all until he started getting annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I kept to myself for the rest of the night just watching the movie and ignoring him. Why don't you just kick him out? It's your fucking house. Yeah. 
He said he was going to get some water from the kitchen, and I took advantage of the alone time. (laughs) He was downstairs, quote, getting water for over 20 minutes. And when he came back upstairs with no water, I made some sort of excuse for him to leave. After he left, I went to the kitchen and noticed my whole box of Krispy Kreme (gasps) donuts were gone. As well as my leftovers in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I was so annoyed. So you can only imagine that I never talked to him again. (laughs) In 20 minutes, this bitch ate a dozen fucking donuts and her leftovers? Yeah. That's like a record. How hungry was he? Like, dude... I'm sort of impressed. I'd be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Krispy Kreme donuts, because those are fucking good. Seriously. I mean, they're diabetes in a donut, but like, yes. Mm, Totally worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So this story is called Got Crack. When I was 18, I met a guy on OkCupid. And his pictures... He had long black hair and looked cute. Keep in mind, he never smiled in his pictures. (gasps) I'm already going to love this. (laughs) One day, he asked me to hang out with him and some buds for his birthday. And I said yes, as long as my best friend could come with me. The next day, they came and got us. And I realized two things. He looked nothing like his pictures, and he had no front teeth. (gasps) Bitch. Okay. I knew it was about to be an interesting night. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) As we stopped at Safeway to get beer, I asked one of his friends where the party was going to be, where he then said they were basically homeless, so we'd hang out at a public park. At that moment, I knew we were fucked. But hey, what's life without a little bit of adventure? (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) You are publicly drinking. Your ass is going to go to jail if someone finds you. Seriously. No one said I was smart at 18 years old. Obviously. (laughs) So, after our safe trip, we went to some random person's house where we got out and was invited into his garage. My friend and I were super uncomfortable at this point, but didn't have the chance to be alone to plan an escape. Once in the garage, my date's friend whips out a tin box, and then that's when I realized it. I accidentally got my best friend and me into a crack deal. (laughs) Your ass wanted adventure, there you fucking go. My date and his friends all started to smoke up and get high, so I made the excuse that I left my phone in the car, I got my best friend to come check with me, and as we escaped, we booked it away from the house. We called our parents, and luckily they were happy to pick us up safe and sound. So that's the time my OkCupid date turned into a drug deal, which was also my last OkCupid date. I mean, at least you learned from the... <laughs> yeah. From the day... Dang. <laughs> That's... Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> That's why, like, online dating is always, like, so sketchy. Yeah. That's also why you don't bring, like, people over to your house. 
you kind of have like the safety precautions you take where you have like a friend come with you. You give your location to a friend. You meet somewhere publicly. You don't go back to people's garages after you find out they're homeless. Yeah, there's just a lot of things you can learn from this story. But speaking of safety, this one's called Safety First. (laughs) How fun. So this story goes, One time this guy I met on Tinder decided he wanted to drive from Seattle to hook up. Where does she live? I have no idea, but the guy must be desperate. Yeah. (laughs) I had been previously drinking, and I was pretty drunk, so I agreed. I didn't have any condoms, so my friend handed... So my friend handed me these water-based lubricant ones. My roommate was about to head to sleep, so I knew we would have to use the couch in the living area. My match came, and after two seconds of small talk, we started making out. One thing led to another, and we did the right thing, and he put on the condom my friend gave me. We realized there is little to no lube on it. So after a couple of, quote, tries, we eventually gave up on us having sex. I kept apologizing and he just said it was fine and left immediately after. So, so awkward. Uh, maybe you just saved yourself from a really bad hookup. Yeah. Put a positive spin on it. <laughs> also, if this guy is so desperate to drive from Seattle to wherever she is, he should have come prepared. Yeah. A quick stop at a (laughs) gas station. (laughs) For sure. Okay, so we're going to switch articles now, and this one is from Insider.com, and it's called 13 People Share One-Night-Stand Horror Stories That Will Make You Happy to Go Home Alone. I feel like this is just reinforcing that you should stay single. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, to start us off, this one is called... Police show up to his apartment and take him away in handcuffs. Okay. That's fun. So, I had a pretty normal one-night stand. The guy was nice and the sex was decent. Then, at around 7 in the morning, police show up to his apartment and take him away in handcuffs. He tells me to call the number on a card and tell his lawyer, John has been arrested, meet him at this station. This bitch is already prepared. (laughs) I stay and talk to the police, and every question they ask, I answer with, I literally met him last night. Mm -hmm. It turns out it was fraud related to his job. I thought I may have dodged a serial killer or something. Bitch. (laughs) What would you do? I don't know. Be like, bitch, I just met you last night. I don't fucking know you enough to call your lawyer. You got yourself into this mess. You can get yourself out. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) That's a smart thing to do. I mean, also, with, like, hookup culture, obviously, you're not going to be, like, the only person that they're hooking up with, or they're not going to be the only person you're hooking up with. Mm -hmm. Um. So this one is called, Why Are There Pictures of Other Girls on Your Phone? And the story starts off with, I had an okay Cupid hookup with a girl that said she worked in her father's auto garage. Everything went fine and she wound up spending the night. I woke up the next morning and she had snuck out. 
I had a text that said, Why are there pictures of other girls on your phone? Of course, these were pictures of myself and friends, some of which were girls at bars and concerts and nothing particularly sexy. I thought to myself, thank God she ditched. I certainly don't want to hang out with a girl that will go through my phone while I'm asleep on the first date. Or ever. Later that day, my car won't start. (laughs) My mechanic said somebody had cut several wires from the ignition system. (laughs) Oh my god. This bitch crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he totally dodged a fucking bullet, but like... Damn, bitch. On the first fucking date. On the first date. Not even, like, five fucking years in to my relationship do I go through my boyfriend's phone. (laughs) (laughs) Also, to go as far as to, like, cut the wires, you know? She's putting that auto garage knowledge to work. (laughs) Like, you gotta come back and see me, bitch. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, that was the only auto shop in town? Right. So this one is called, He left me in the morning and blocked me on all social media. Dang. So I hooked up with a professional baseball player. He drove two and a half hours to my college and spent the night in my apartment. We got drunk and had sex. Afterwards, I ended up crying and told him how messed up I was that my mom had died a month before. And this was the first time hooking up with somebody I didn't know. Oh my god. He left in the morning and blocked me on all social media. I still don't know why I did that, but I'll top it up to bad decisions and grief. This poor girl. But, you know, he's not for you. If he can't deal with that, then, you know, fuck him. Not literally, just like... Don't fuck him again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, this one is called... So You Won't Be My Girlfriend? Oh, I can already tell this one's bad. (laughs) (laughs) And she starts off with... I was chatting with a guy online. We met up in real life. Both of us were up for some fun and went back to his house. We had a lot of fun and it was a really good time. As I'm getting dressed to leave, he starts talking about how we should see a movie the next weekend and I said, no thanks. He got really emotional and said, so you won't be my girlfriend? I reminded him that I told him, I was just looking for a one-night stand or a one-night of fun. He said he thought I would change my mind once we had sex and started telling how great of a boyfriend he would be and how happy he could make me. Bitch. (laughs) All I could think to do was say, I gotta go and walk out. He sent me messages for a few months Until, I guess, he got the hint. Wow. (laughs) That's, yeah, no, this bitch dodged a bullet. He's way too clingy. Also, he must think really highly of himself. He's just like, oh, my sex is going to change her mind. (laughs) Yeah. Also, you agreed to partake in a one-night stand. What makes you think she's going to change her mind? 
like the terms were laid out. Yeah, she communicated that all she was there was just for some fun, some good time, not a relationship. Respect that. Seriously. So this one is called, There Was Never a Hint That He Was in a Relationship. Another cheating boyfriend. Of course. (laughs) So, I met an educated, friendly, and interesting guy at a bar. I wasn't necessarily into him as more than friends, but we ended up hanging out at my place and having sex twice. There was never a hint that he was in a relationship. The sex was phenomenal, so I was excited to text him in a few days. That was until my friend found him on Facebook via his phone number with photos of him and the same girl going back years. Oh my god. I was ready to cut my losses and move on. Then we found her Facebook with a wedding planning cover photo. Dang. That sinking feeling led to Googling for their wedding site. He was getting married next weekend. What a dick. What an asshole. And it's just like, if you tell the girl all of that fucking money that they put for their deposit for their wedding is gone. Seriously, like all the planning her dress, the family, holy shit. What an asshole. Seriously. I really hope she, like, told her, though. Oh, for sure. You know? Like, bitch, save yourself a fucking lifetime. Right? Save yourself of that divorce later on. Mm-hmm. So the next one is called, She leaned into my ear and whispered seductively. So it starts off with, The first clue that things would go badly was when she was straddling me on the couch and went to take my shirt off. I guess I did something that she interpreted as reluctance because she leaned into my ear and whispered seductively, Don't worry, I'm fat too. I hadn't realized that either of us were fat before that. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) She was trying to do a nice thing. (laughs) This one is called, She Starts to Stir, Then Has a Full-On Seizure Right on My Bed. (laughs) I fucking freak out. I am not equipped to handle that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I went home with a random girl and we did our thing. We went to sleep like normal. I woke up at 7 a.m. and tried to get her up. She starts to stir. Then she has a full-on seizure right on my bed. She was out of it for a good while afterwards. Luckily, my coworker gets seizures, so I knew what to do. The fucking luck, dude. Right? <laughs> Unfortunately, since I knew nothing about her medical history, I had to call her mom to see if she's ever had a seizure before. Turns out she hadn't. <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I had to take her to the local hospital where I had to explain in front of her parents and her sister that no, I'm not her boyfriend. 
No, she couldn't dress herself, etc., etc. Dang. That is a lot of responsibility for a one-night stand. But, like, props. Oh, for sure. <laughs> My hands would have just called the ambulance. Be like, bitch, take her away. I'm done. I'm going you back to bed. You can pay the bill later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you an Uber to the hospital. <laughs> the Uber can drop you off. <laughs> How embarrassing for this girl, though. The first seizure she ever fucking has is during a one-night stand. And the one-night stand has to explain to her parents. Yeah. All the details. The next one is called, The whole bed is covered in blood. So it starts off with, During sex, he accidentally knocks down a picture frame hanging over the bed. The frame breaks when it hits his head and hangs around his neck. (laughs) (laughs) It's just cheap plastic, and he doesn't seem hurt. So we laugh it off, clean up, and get back to what we were doing. I keep getting distracted by how weird he felt. Like he was sweating marmalade. (laughs) (laughs) That is a description I never want to explain to someone in my life. I ask if he will let me reach out and switch the light on to see what the hell this sticky thing is. So he moves, and I do. The whole bed is covered in blood. My hair is caked in blood. His torso is bright red. Oh my fucking god. Apparently, a shard cut a vein (gasps) in his neck (laughs) that my face has been rubbing. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at me and screams, runs to the toilet, and he proceeds to throw up. Everything looks like a horror show, including me. How do you not taste that? (laughs) Right? How do you not fucking feel that? Or smell that? How dark is this room? (laughs) Oh my gosh. You a dumb bitch. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's my favorite story so far. Oh my gosh. How do you not taste that though? Her whole fucking face was rubbing against it. You gotta at least taste it, smell it. Smell it. it. Like blood has a smell and it has a taste. Like what the hell? (laughs) She was just too into the moment. (laughs) Yeah. But blood and sweat are two completely different (laughs) things. Like how do you mix them up? Come on now, bitch. Also, how don't you feel all of this pouring from your neck? Because if it's covering the bed, it's covering her hair, it's covering you. That bitch is... I was doing something right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I have so many questions. So, we're going to be moving to another article. And it's from vice.com. And it's called... Tinder horror stories to remind you there are worse things than being alone. I feel like this is the whole theme for this episode. Sometimes it's okay to be alone. Yeah. 
I mean, after the stories we've heard, maybe being alone is not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to start off with one called When Cats and Asthma Attack. So, it starts off with, I had what was totally a fine date with a guy I'll call Chip, who was a DJ at Fashion Week events. We ate cheap sushi and had some things in common. In parentheses, Jewishness. And he bragged about the time he apparently fucked a famous model, all the while assuring me he thought I was hotter because she was too skinny or some bullshit. We went back to his place and started making out. He showed me his tattoos, a chest plate of his dead dad. I always feel like that's weird. Mm-hmm. A David Lynch tribute, a Japanese scene on his ass. Uh, that is not a guy you should be hooking up with, but okay. That's your cue to fucking stop and be like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed. You can go home. I would have cut it off when he started bragging about fucking a famous model. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I ain't here for that bullshit. For sure. Since I was already down there, I stayed down there. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I didn't give that enough, like, emotion, but this bitch was giving a (laughs) blowjob. He said it so matter-of-factly. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Until something sharp landed on my head. It was a stupid fucking cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. It gets so much better. Oh, my gosh. Who he told me about earlier in that night. He had created an Instagram account for it and wanted me to follow. I can't. (laughs) That should have been your fucking cue to stop the date right there. (laughs) I try to shake it off, but it dug its claws into my hair and down my back. Oh my gosh. I finally shook free and we moved up to his loft bed. He was in his 30s, by the way, and tried to resume, but the cat followed us up there. I was having extra trouble breathing and went to the room to recoup from a full-blown asthma attack from the fucking cat. (laughs) Dang. I had bloodshot red eyes and a splotchy face. Chip tried to tell me my swollen, bleeding eyes weren't that bad. (laughs) But something, in parentheses, maybe the rock-hard boner in his hand, question mark, made me believe he had interests in mine that weren't my own. I needed my inhaler and to get the fuck out. Stash. <laughs> you about to die for this guy. <laughs> this fucking cat. <laughs> this fucking guy who has a fucking tattoo on his ass and an Instagram account for his fucking cat. Totally not worth it. <laughs> So, he chronically dick-picked me at all times of the day for months following our date. I went saw him on the street wearing culottes, which if you don't know what this is, I highly fucking recommend that you Google it. It will make you laugh. I later found out that his cat was close to 15,000 Insta followers. (laughs) This cat is a fucking influencer. (laughs) 
almost fucking killed her. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) So the last story is called, nope. (laughs) I met this girl over Tinder. Things were going nicely, so we met up for coffee. I'd been on a few Tinder dates before, and it's awkward when two people meet in such a context. But with this girl in particular, we got along almost instantly. We had things in common, conversation was easy, it was nice. At one point, she sets down her coffee as I was talking, and she brushed her hair to the side and looked me straight in the eye. She smiled, I smiled back. As I continued to talk, I went to pull my phone out of my pocket to show her something. I guess she didn't realize I could totally still see her, but she took my looking down as an opportunity to quickly and purposefully shove her fingers down her throat to trigger her gag reflex. (gasps) Four seconds later... I'm drenched in this girl's vomit from head to toe. Oh, my God. I'm sitting there in shock, trying to figure out what happened. She apologized and asked if I was okay. Nope, I said, picking myself up and trudging to the bathroom to wash up. When I got back, she was gone. I never heard from her again. That's one way to end a date. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh my gosh. This poor this poor dude. I he did not deserve this. No. <laughs> he did not. That's just so intense. Like why would you put yourself through I don't know. I have a phobia of just puking. So like that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I try very hard not to puke. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed these stories. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully they made you laugh as much as it made us laugh. Um, we will definitely link the three articles we covered down in the description box below of this episode. But most importantly, we want to know if you've ever had some horror hookup stories. (laughs) And please, please share them with us. (laughs) You can send all of that to our Gmail at the Bee Brew Podcast, or you could DM us your stories on Instagram at the Bee Brew Podcast. Make sure you go like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Go and share us with all of your friends and all of your Y Night stands. And hopefully yours is is much better than any of these stories. (laughs) (laughs) But that concludes today's episode. We hope you have a wonderful Monday. I hope this was a great way to kick off your Monday. (laughs) Um, Hope you have a great week. Tune in next week when we cover more of, like, the seriousness of hookup culture and why millennials are really participating in hookup culture instead of settling down and having families and children. (laughs) Or so the internet likes to say. Mm -hmm. With that being said, that concludes our episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.